It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to a Skyrimatic podcast where I will discuss my adventures and misadventures through Skyrim. Join me. Add your stories, add your tales. Let's uh let's get into this thing. Welcome back. Skyrimatic podcast uh, episode 1023 something like that. So, uh, this week on the show, a um, couple quick things. We have now an Etsy shop uh, where we've done t-shirts for the Fallout feed and the Skyrimatic podcast. So, you can check those out. Uh, they're $11. They're over at etsy.com slash shop slash ASA podcasting. Uh, f- fair warning, the international shipping charges are insane. Uh, I'm trying to find a workaround for that, but currently they are ridiculous. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah, they they just are. Uh, if you're buying like multiple, it, it probably wouldn't be too bad, but uh, for a single one, it's it's completely insane. Um, so internationally, I apologize. Uh, that, I, I have to find a find a way to fix that. Um, uh domestically it's not bad at all it's uh you know a couple bucks for, for shipping and uh yeah check those out if you like them uh purchase one um money will go to just uh upkeep up the shows and etc uh like storage and things like that um thinking about making one specifically for the charity drive um and then that obviously the money from that would go directly to cystic fibrosis foundation now speaking of the uh the charity drive uh apparently there was a commercial made and uh thankfully jeremy does not listen to this show um <laughs> but you can uh you can hear it here so he, here is a little promo for our charity podcast which will be coming up october 29th uh 10 a.m eastern daylight time to 10 p.m uh which is new york time for those of you who don't know and uh we'll be doing all of the shows uh Skyrimatic will be going on fallout feed there will be there will be the first the return of the skyrim roundtable will be that day it'll be the first episode um the chatterbox will be doing some uh my journey with cystic fibrosis obviously since it's for that charity uh game talk i believe i said so all those things will be going on and uh we'll have a schedule in the next couple weeks we we kind of hashed it out lightly so uh, we'll get that more pegged down. But he- here is the little promo. It's just a minute or so of uh, what's going to be coming up on the charity podcast. And I just listened to this a moment ago and was laughing very, very nicely, drinking my pumpkin beer. Yes, I'm drinking a pumpkin beer. It's 100 degrees out, whatever. Ugh, ridiculous. Ridiculous. Here we go. 
Hey, does anybody know when the 12-hour ASA podcasting charity stream for cystic fibrosis is? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to find out. Easy there. I'll tell you. It's October 29th from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Don't so tell anyone. To... We're... That's under wraps. Oh, is it under wraps? No. What's under wraps? I was kidding. <laughs> Jeez, don't scare me like that. Get me in trouble with Michael. Hey, if you're lucky, you'll get to hear more great parenting advice like this. Punish the child, punch it in the yeah. head. Um, <laughs> you throw the baby in the corner. Flamethrower. Eat the baby, Jeremy. And Jerry's eating babies. Hey, Victor, did you know Andrew can do some of his son's favorite impressions? I wouldn't know. Well, here's a couple of them. I've been looking forward to this. Choo-choo. A little boat. Choo-choo. <laughs> and, of course, those of us here at ASA Podcasting find that adorable. And maybe someone's favorite band by the name of Meat Shield will join us and sing some of their greatest hits, including Elephant on Roller Skates. <laughs> Creepy Uncle Laugh, not included. Or what about this one? <laughs> And finally, Colin's favorite song. Do you have your crack cocaine in the break? That's right. All of this could be yours and more if you tune in October 29th between 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to the ASA Podcasting Cystic Fibrosis Charity Stream. More details to follow. This commercial is brought to you by ASA Podcasting. <laughs> So thank you to Jeremy for that. Uh, yes, yeah, so we'll be doing the podcast. Also, um, I believe at the same time, we'll be also streaming some gaming on Twitch. Uh, so hitting it on two fronts. Um, hopefully I'm not crazy loud here. I feel a little loud. All right. Yeah, so we'll be hitting it on two fronts, uh, doing these shows and also doing some game streaming. Um, people will be breaking off doing that on Twitch as well. And um, if you weren't around last year for it, what we did was uh, donations are sent in you can donate to cff.org however you wish. Um, if you donate through us, um, through our PayPal link, and then all every single penny goes directly to cff.org, uh, we'll be having giveaways. Um, I essentially raffle them off. I just go to, I think it was like random.org or whatever, which is a random number generator. Um, assign a number to everybody who donates and hit randomize, and then you get whatever prize last year it was the uh fallout 4 loot crate this year uh, i'm putting together a couple different things so there should be a few different giveaways for um for people who donate and uh last year we raised uh, close to 600 dollars, like 580 dollars um and nothing comes out of the money that's donated not even the like the shipping for the giveaway items and all that stuff that's just straight out of my pocket that goes just to help uh get the thing going so anyway that's that's the charity thing uh let's get back to some skyrim so we do have some uh we have some audio feedback from dave in a little bit not right this second but uh we do have that and oh i closed out my email jesus that was so stupid <laughs> i i clicked on something and closed out my email sorry about that uh i had an email open i wanted to read anyway i've been doing a little uh let's play skyrim this week so it'll be two episodes of that at least this week um episode or part nine of the main quest is out uh, part 10 will be coming up. Uh, it's a bloodbath in Riverwood these days, but you know, these things happen. Uh, Gmail, here we go. 
nothing like being fully prepared. I haven't hopped back into Hynor yet this week. I've just been crazy busy just getting back from vacation and all. And then I lost my laptop charger, which actually wasn't lost. I just put it away in a cabinet and assumed I lost it. Um, alrighty. So, oh, actually, uh, uh, Joshua had uh, emailed me. Uh, he he just started listening to the show a few days ago, which is awesome. Uh, so he's in the 20s right now, so I don't know if we'll hear this. Um, <laughs> and he has a ways to go, but he's enjoying it. He originally played on PS3 and had a Wood Elf character, the best, of course. That he went really deep with. Finished all the main quests, no add-ons, all the major side quests, and a slew of smaller ones. Discovered every area on the map. Had archery, two-handed... Archery, two-handed, sneak, speech, and smithing all leveled up completely. At that point, I'd started roaming around finding random side quests and using legendary skill technique to work in the other attribute trees. After all that, my PS3 took a shit, lost all my data... Eventually sold the unit and didn't play for a couple of years. Man, that stinks. Oh, my God. Because my first character I, I maxed out and took and uh, maxed, you know, it was when you could only go to 81. Uh, I maxed every single category, too, on the uh, 360. Flash forward to today. Fast forward to today. Sorry. Flash forward is a terrible TV show. Fast forward to today. Uh, I got my son an Xbox 360 over the summer. Bought him the legendary edition of Skyrim. I picked it. Picked it back up a couple of months ago and started from scratch. Currently playing a Breton, level 35. Finished Companions, College of Winterhold, and Thieves Guild. Archery Sneak and Two-Handed leveled way up. Almost done with the Nightingales. Refused to give up the Skeleton Key just yet. And I'm at Parthenax, part of the Dragon Quest, and have two houses and the Archmage Quarters. Now I'm taking a break from questing and trying to level up Smithing, Enchanting, and Alchemy kind of tedious and we play an hour or two at a time when i have time all these years later though i still love the game anyway loving the podcast very entertaining love hearing i'm not the only one falling asleep while playing and falling off cliffs and getting my ass kicked by briar hearts and death lords i think i vaguely remember that um i believe it was back when i played on 360 i dozed off and ran a horse off a cliff or something uh i know connor my son had to run a horse off of high oh ran shadow mirror Shadowmere off of uh, High Hrothgar and killed Shadowmere. Um, which, at that point, I didn't know you could kill him. But, yes, you can. Uh, so, <laughs> thanks, Josh, for uh, for emailing in. And, yeah, we have a very similar play styles, except I don't go to the two-handed. I do, like, double daggers, double weapons, double maces, things like that. Um, but uh, uh, speaking of crafting, um, oh, God, let me pull up the date. Since, since we're going to be ramping up towards the the new special edition release, we want to kind of get into... Okay, September 18th. <laughs> September 18th, as I do my uh, Peter Brady impression. Um, September 18th, we'll be doing a show dedicated to the crafting in general. Uh, and that will be the vanilla crafting, as well as recommending mods that may happen to work, that may be popping up for consoles, since we don't know exactly what mods are going to be available for consoles, just like an idea of what mods we use for crafting in our in our normal Skyrim game on PC uh, to give uh, the, the future console players an idea. But uh, we're going to do a, a crafting kind of roundtable discussion episode on September 18th. 
So if you have any feedback for that or have any tips on crafting, you know, all of the crafting, enchanting, smithing, um, alchemy, if you have any tips for that at all, September 18th, we're going to be doing that. Send in your emails, send in your voicemails, any kind of audio file I can play, or I will read anything, obviously, as you've heard. Um, I will struggle through and read badly. <laughs> but, uh, no, I will read uh, if you send it in, or I will definitely play it if it comes in. So, remember that. Crafting. September 18th. If you have any mods you want to recommend for that, that may, you know, obviously we don't know for sure, that may be able available on the consoles, especially the Xbox One. Um, definitely make sure you send that in. I personally am going to be getting it for the Xbox One just to play it on there. Uh, and see how see how it plays because I want to keep my PC version clean. I don't want to upgrade it or anything uh, because I like the mods it has and I like the characters I'm playing and everything works on it. So, so I like to keep it there. Um, but uh, yeah, as far as that, we're going to be definitely focusing on that. So, and then uh, we'll probably do like a character show, like in general, how we play the game type show as well. All leading up to uh, the October 28th release of the remaster. So, if you have any, or if you have any ideas of a show you'd like to have happen, uh, any questions you have about the game, or if you're interested in playing and haven't played before, uh, I assume we'll be getting people like that as well uh, with everything coming up. So, it that'll be with other people, obviously, like Victor and, and hopefully Colin and all will be on, and uh, hopefully Andrew. So... Those, those shows will be all-encompassing. I think actually Juan may be able to come back for that one as well, which would be awesome. So uh, that's where we are with that. And uh, thanks, Josh. Um, we do, I do have some emails from from Dave. Um, actually, that one's an audio one. I'll be adding that in right after I'm finished here, just a heads up. But I do have one to read here as well. So uh, he's got a system rebuilt, Skyrim and lots of other things reinstalled from backup. Uh, new SSD is great. And he's actually been playing Doom a lot. Uh, this was from, oh, this was only five days ago. Okay. See, I was on vacation, so I'm a little out of sorts. Apologize. Uh, anyway, still haven't gotten my Skyrim mods the way I want them. Still pissing about. The problem is I keep changing my mind about some mods, mostly to do with frame rate. Some are really script heavy. Some are graphically straining my system. I uh, need to upgrade the graphics card, but can't really justify it to myself. I know that feeling very well. Uh, I may have solved the issue, solved one issue doing an audio let's play. I'm using my Microsoft controller instead of the mouse and keyboard. No more loud clicks and scraping sounds in the audio. Actually, I listened to the audio and it sounds very good. So uh, there was no issues with it. Uh, this gave me an idea for an audio let's play. I confess, I'm really crap at using a controller, so I thought I would record my journey of improvement by starting a variety of characters using random start mod and seeing what happens. I've tried this in the past, and it's good fun. I do love the random starts, alternate starts. They're really fun. Uh, you can just, especially, like, hop it up to Legendary and just hop in and play a character, see what happens, go till you die, and try something else. It, it's really, those are really fun things to do. So, like, upcoming with the consoles, I'm sure... Uh, there'll be some kind of alt start will be available at some point. The alt start mods are fantastic fun. Um, because Sometimes they'll just drop you in the worst possible place. I started in Blackreach once. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> with nothing. Uh, you know, level whatever, zero in the middle of Blackreach, having to get out of there. That was a good time. I started underwater once on one of the mods. I forget what it was. I was underwater. I'm like, oh, this is bad. This is not good. So that happens as well. Uh, I also do, cra sorry, getting back to the email. I also do crafting a lot. So I thought I could incorporate that into using complete crafting overhaul and complete cooking and alchemy overhaul mods. Mind you, I would still walk everywhere. So there may be lots of me saying, oh, look, here's some red mountain flowers. Great. I got six that time. <laughs> <laughs> the background music and sound of Skyrim are great, though. Yes, they are, and uh, I'll, I'll be playing that right after this, so just a heads up. But uh, yeah, if you wanted to hear an audio Let's Play as well, another one, we do Let's Play Skyrim. Right now, I am personally going through the main quest. Next up, Colin is going through the Mage's Guild. And then after that, um, Victor is actually doing some mod quests that uh, he had sent me. So I'm going to be getting those ready as well. They come out a few times a week. They're only about 20 minutes to a half hour. Um, you can just kind of throw them on in the background, hear Skyrim, hear... You're basically just hearing the quests and us talking and kind of explaining what we're doing. So uh, if you're new to the game or old to the game and just want to hear hear the game and kind of experience it, just uh, heads up there. All right. Extract from the journals of McBeta Blackstone. Freitas... Eighth of Morning Star, Fourth Era, 203. 7,000 bloody steps. I must be as mad as Sheograth to want to do this. Clemic lied to me. <laughs> sorry. Clemic lied to me. The first thing we came across was a bloody cave bear just past the bridge. Strange bloody wolf. Oh, yes, there was another wolf pretending to be a frost troll higher up. Yeah, because Clemic tells you there's just, just some wolves. 7,000 bloody, 7, bloody steps. I had been tempted to leave Drogo behind, but he would have just followed me anyway. That rune on his rump and the one on my arse basically overrules anything I say. We left early, just as first light was breaking up, picking up Clemic's supplies on the way. We headed over the bridge and up the first set of steps. I noticed a plaque in what looked like a small shrine set back from the path. I read the words, but they made no sense to me. But I don't have an appreciation of fine phrases. We crested the first set of steps and moved to a level path, which offered a wonderful view of Iverstead in the early morning light. There was a bloody cave bear sitting eating what looked like a goat. I fired up my flame matronac as Drogo and Lydia took off. The bear took a beating and ended falling off the edge down to an old shack beside the river. I thought... I remembered about some poor hermit-like beggar who, who lived there, but I wasn't sure. I stopped my two maniacs from going back down, and we moved up the steps past several goats. Another plaque. What looked like a pilgrim was just leaving on its way down the steps. Lucky bugger. He nodded and said, watch out for wolves up ahead. Heard them in the night. I read the plaque. It still didn't make sense. Just another quote of some sort. Anyway, onward and unfortunately upward. The temperature was dropping, so Yindigo and I changed into fur armor and broke out the fur cloaks. My cloak is rather warm. Ice wolf cloak. Very cozy. Not much point in freezing to death, I said after we changed. Lydia just looked at me pityingly and snorted. It isn't cold. Bloody Nords. 
God, she still wore her steel armor. The only warm thing she wore was that stupid fur helmet and her hide cloak. And Ice Wolf ran. I, I really mean ran past us. Something up ahead had scared it off. Oh, bugger, what now, I thought. Another one of Clemmick's big wolves. Mind you, to be fair, the wolf never got past Drogo and Lydia. Drogo stopped it by launching himself at it. Lydia just chopped the thing to bits. Not much of a pelt left. Oh, God, it's a bloody ice wraith. These long serpent-like freezing sinuous demons of ice are fast and dangerous. This one was holding its place, swirling constantly. Oh, sorry. Swirling continuously in the air at a bottleneck in the path. Out came my flame atronach, and then I traded a firebolt in my right hand and flames in my left. My atronach caught the wraith's attention, and I hit it with a firebolt spell. I held my flame's spell at the ready in case it got too close. Nobody could get past me in this narrow of a path, and only Indigo was able to fire arrows over my shoulder. I could hear Lydia shouting, Get out of the way. Do not move to your right, my friend, he whispered in my ear as he just fired an arrow after arrow at the damn thing. I kept floating out of the way of most of the arrows. God, it was fast and bloody tough. Finally, it eventually succumbed to our onslaught and exploded into a burst of icicles. I had just picked up some ice race te ice wraith teeth and realized I was still being shouted at by Lydia. She shouted that I had been in her way. How am I supposed to protect you if you don't let me through? She shouted, really quite loud, and I was getting a tad annoyed. Now, I'm used to women shouting at me, but this really pisses me off. I shouted her down, and I told her to behave. I told her rather forcefully, If I want to tackle something myself, you can, help. you can help, but I'm damned if I'm going to hide behind you all the time. I've managed very well in the past, thank you. She stormed off up ahead in a real temper, muttering dark words which included things like bloody idiots, bloody fools, bloody thanes, bloody myrrh, and damned all mages to oblivion. Drogo chased after her for some reason. Oh gods, I really don't need this. Two bloody Drogos in my wife? My life is one bloody Drogo too many. We caught up with her at another plaque, talking to an elf hunter by the looks of her. We had passed the corpses of three freshly killed wolves on the way. Lydia seemed to have worked her temper by the time we reached her. She glared at me, daring me to say something. I just nodded to the hunter, continued on as if nothing had happened, and nearly walked into a frost troll perched on a ledge overlooking the path. This looked like a big, mean bastard, and we spread out. Wait, I growled. Lydia... You hold down the bloody overgrown cat there until we are ready. Just let my flame atronach wear it down a bit. These buggers are really hard to kill, as you damn well know. Maybe even a second fire atronach, and then arrows and firebolts to weaken it, then we attack. All hell let loose, when I felt able to shout, now. Drogo, Lydia, Indigo attacked at the run. It was a close thing between Drogo and Lydia as to who who got the first hit. I placed fire runes in front of me and stood back like a general. I had done my bit. Now it was up to my people. Lydia went straight in with her axe and shield. Indigo attacked from the right with his ebony sword. Drogo just jumped in and out, biting whatever part of the troll became available. 
Gods, they were good. That troll never really stood a chance, if truth be known. Weakened by fire Atronax, Indigo, and Lydia's arrows, and my fire bolts, then a final deadly attack by axe, sword, teeth, and claws. We rested for a bit whilst I skinned and butchered the troll. The pelts are worth a fair bit, and the blood ingredients taken from the carcass are really very useful in alchemy. Another plaque was seen, read, and then passed on as we went. I still don't get the meaning of the bloody words. The weather was getting worse with snow and almost blizzard-like conditions driving across our path, partially blinding us. We kept close to the rock face from the edge. The wind howled and screamed past us, lifting snow and drifting it into our... driving it into drifts along the rocky ledge. Four more plaques were now red, nine so far. I was about to give up on them when... Suddenly, the wind dropped, the snow stopped, and we were facing a wide staircase with a chest at the top. The offering chest of the Greybeards into which I dropped Klimic's supplies as instructed. I noticed another plaque and wandered over, thinking, Gods, how many more of these are there? I read this final plaque and suddenly became aware of calmness setting down on me. A friendly warm feeling imbued itself into my body, and I was suddenly aware that no animal would attack me on this mountain ever again. Strange feeling, but somehow I like that feeling. We moved on up the last few remaining stairs and on through a high door and into High Hrothgar to finally meet the Greybeards. I hope these people are hospitable and worth the effort because I was bloody tired, cold, and hungry. So that is the latest from the Journals of Macbeth. They headed up to High Hrothgar, uh, where ironically I was just at. So, <laughs> so there's that as well. Um, so stay tuned for uh, Dave's audio feedback and uh, be wrapping up the show here. We'll have another show probably this weekend or probably sometime next week, actually. Um, but I'm, I'm going to get some playtime in this weekend. It's going to be hot out. So uh, if you have any feedback, you can send it to skyrimaticpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you enjoy the show or any of the shows, please leave uh, a review on iTunes. They are helpful. Uh, if you would like to support the show and purchase a t-shirt, uh, etsy.com slash shop slash ASA podcasting. And you can see the Skyrimatic or Fallout feed shirt there. And join us for the uh, charity thing on October 29th. Other than that, thank you for listening. Appreciate it. And uh, I will be back next time. Stay tuned for Dave right here. And uh, I will talk to you in a couple days. Later, everyone. Hi everybody, my name is Dave and I'm um, doing this in response to Andrew's request for my voice to be heard. I'm the author of the um, Macbeda stories and I'm uh, going to do this slightly differently. I'm going to do the Let's Play as um, uh, similar to what Michael's doing at the moment. Um, I've got to play my normal playstyle, but I'm making it difficult for myself. I'm uh, going to use my uh, Microsoft controller rather than my standard mouse and keyboard, which is um, a bit noisy for um, recording purposes. You get noises like that and clicks, which really aren't very clever. So I'm going to use the controller. 
Anyway, I've started off with a North female warrior, Lydia Drifa's daughter, and she is uh, a Nord warrior with absolutely no magic. Uh, her magicka is 10, her health is 140, and her stamina is 160. She has uh, smithing skills of 36, um, heavy armor of 30, block of 35, two-handed 40, one-handed 35, archery of 37, and um, sneak of 11. Her lock picking is minus 35. In other words, she can't pick locks to save herself. She's absolutely useless. She's ham-fisted at lock picking. Uh, that's part of uh, some of the mods I'm running. A list of the mods, um, I, I refer to them occasionally, but the main ones I'm using, I've started using a random alternate start, uh, and that uses character creation overhaul, and I've ended up in Karth Vastin uh, in the Reach. Uh, and she, the way it is, it's, she's on her way back home. Her mother has obviously dumped her here on one of her uh, trials and tribulations. I use Campfire, Hunterborn and I Need. Uh, immersive, just about everything. Immersive citizens. Uh, I had um, weapons. Yep, yeah, whatever. I use the sounds of Skyrim, and I'll uh, we'll see how we get on with this. Anyway, so my normal style is I walk everywhere. Uh, I'm not going to change that because well, I think you don't really play the game properly unless you're walking. And let's be honest, in the days that this is meant to be set in, there's no, um, there's the odd carriage that will take you somewhere. Um, but basically people walk. Uh, Lydia doesn't ride horses. She'll use a horse and she'll use it as a pack horse. So she'll use it to carry things. And that's normally what I do. I have um, the, uh, some of the horse mods uh, on, but I, you know, I tend just to use them as um, as a pack horse which would walk along behind me. Um, so here we are walking along the road in, uh, just outside Cathfasten, following the river, coming up to a signpost. Um, the road to the right uh, shows me that's the way to Markarth and the road I'm on is the road to uh, Whiteburn which is my destination. Um, the road itself is uh, almost cobbled, it's stone stone uh, covered, um, plenty of bushes and what have you to, on the side. Uh, there's a river, fairly fast flowing river on my right, down in the gorge. Um, one of the other things I have here is I'm harvesting. Uh, Lydia has a slight interest in, in alchemy, um, mainly for uh, healing potions and stamina potions. She doesn't go beyond, much beyond that. And I'm just coming up to a bridge and I'm coming across a, a horse standing in the middle of a road. It looks like it is in fact an imperial uh, horse. Um, the owner has obviously been killed. One of the downsides to um, Skyrim I suppose is you can't loot the horse. <laughs> um, although it's got a nice looking bow and a uh, shield on it. But Anyway, not a lot I can do about that. Anyway, we'll come on, carry on across the road. I can see a goat up ahead, <clears throat> running ahead of me. Obviously slightly scared. Um, I'll have a wee look over into the river. It's quite far down. 
Um, yeah, it's quite a deep gorge. Um, I wouldn't like to fall down there. Um, anyway, I'm coming up to uh, what looks like a fortification up ahead, and um, I suspect it's actually uh, occupied by some of the Forsworn. By the looks of it, it looks a bit run down. It's not obviously not occupied by regular troops. So I'm going to go into sneak mode. Oh, my sneak isn't brilliant, um, and I do have some crappy iron armor on which will make it even less useful. So this is the broken tower redoubt um, and I'm going to do my best to bypass this as quietly and as quickly as possible. Um, somebody's obviously spotted me. You can hear the music and the battle music starts up but I'm going to ignore them and carry on past. The goats obviously heard the music and it's running like hell. <laughs> Wise goat. Uh, stupid as this look. Anyway, I'm coming up past the redoubt now. Nobody's actually challenged me, which makes a change. Usually, I get challenged. There's a couple of bodies here up ahead. Um, so yes, I was right. There's a force one. There's a force one lying on the ground. Um, got a raw goat's leg. Oh, I have some of that. There's a dead imperial patrol dog. Uh, I'm going to ignore that. Um, and ah, we've come across probably the owner of the horse, an imperial soldier. Um, he has a hunting knife which I'll take, a legionnaire sword which is better than the one I have, and some steel arrows, um, and an imperial bow. Not as good as my bone arrow, bow, but uh, good enough. Um, I'll carry on now. Uh, down the road again, foraging as I go and picking up flowers. Um, I don't know if people have used uh, uh, Hunterborn, but um, it allows you to uh, forage uh, reasonably well. Uh, hello there, gentlemen. Uh, Dongar Patrol. These guys look tough. But I'll give them a give them the good one. Oh. I think I'll just get out of the way. Nope, I'm getting out of your road. They've obviously crossed source with the force one, I'm gonna ignore them because I'm far too low a level here. <laughs> uh, I just want to get out of the way and get home. Pick up some tundra cotton, some lavender. The character lying past me. Anyway, oh, Rolf. Up ahead, chasing a rabbit. I'll keep an eye on that. I'm going to keep going forward. Do I want 
to use my sword or my bow on this wolf. I think I'll go for the bow. the ingredients uh, where I get canine teeth wolf claws wolf heart iron wolf all good and some animal fat I'll not bother with the meat and I'll dispose of the corpse so that was hunter bone actually kicked off uh, and played uh, now coming down the hill again round the bend and like all bandits damn it Easier to rob when yeah. dead. I'm going to run. Call yourself a north? Yep. They're not a stupid north. Two against one isn't fair. And I'm going to leave you guys behind. Taking a shortcut. Yeah, well, I don't have any coin for you to catch and count out, so. Yeah, you've got to catch me first. I'll let you play with the wolves that have come round. I've got myself tucked in a corner here uh, on some rocks. Bandits have left me alone. And all I've got to do there is deal with the wolves. And I'm now watching me with hungry eyes. Well, that's one of them. Another one's run. Um, when we come back, probably. Yes, we patch this up high out the way. And I think we'll stop there for the moment. Save the game. And stop. Thanks for listening to this episode of Skyrimatic. You can find all of our contact information, YouTube channel information, as well as other shows over at asapodcasting.com, including our newest show, The Fallout Feed. Special thanks to Claire Lafar for the show's artwork. You can find her stuff at etsy.com slash mayafireprints, M-A-I-A-F-I-R-E-P-R-I-N-T-S. 
And a thank you to Dan Bull for the use of his music in the roundtable open and close. You can find him on YouTube or iTunes. Just search Dan Bull. Once again, thanks for listening, and uh, later, everyone. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.